Happy New Year. Welcome back to Adorn Podcast. We are on episode 40 and we are going to be jumping into Genesis. Hi friends and welcome to the Adorned Podcast. We're your hosts, Erin and Casey. We would love for you to come join us each week as we discuss what it means to be made beautiful by God's Word. Whether you are a college student walking to class, a mom folding laundry during nap time, or a boss babe sitting in rush hour traffic, we hope that we can encourage and inspire you to pursue a deeper understanding of the Bible. Happy New Year, like Erin said. We're so excited to be starting the new year with all of you. So we are, like like she said again, we're going to be diving into the book of Genesis. Um, tell us why we're starting in the book of Genesis. So I think there's a, a few good reasons. One of them is um, we know by personal experience that a lot of times beginning of the year we're like yes we're going to read through the bible in the year where do we start we start genesis so we thought it would be really neat if we could kind of come alongside everyone who's going to be um reading through genesis and do that with you and kind of bring up some doctrine and some of the main stories and just kind of go a little deeper with you guys through the book of Genesis. Yeah, I'm so excited. When we were talking about what book of the Bible we might want to do after Philippians, Genesis kind of just popped into my head and I said, Erin, what about Genesis? And she said, well, that's perfect timing. Mm -hmm. Let's do it at the beginning of the year when everybody's starting in Genesis. So we're really excited to be doing this. So um, what are some other reasons um, that we picked this book? Well, like we've mentioned, we think it's really important to not just read the New Testament, right? We want to make sure we are growing in biblical literacy, and that means reading all parts of the Bible, um, the parts that don't seem as glamorous if you're just thinking about it. But I heard this analogy, and I thought it was um, really clever, But and I'm going to use a silly movie, but think about Toy Story. That okay? is not a silly movie. It's one of the I'm best. I'm offended by that. It's one of the best. <laughs> I totally understand. It really is. <laughs> But if you were to just pick up and watch Toy Story 2, it would still be a great movie, right? We'd still see Buzz and Woody and all the characters, and it would still make sense. But we would kind of wonder, like, okay, well, what happened? How did Buzz and Woody meet? Like, what was their history? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about these deep thoughts about Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so true. And, like, it's the same thing with um, with the Bible. Obviously, it's not the same thing because the Bible is an errant word of God. <laughs> But like we can pick up the Old Testament and read the Gospels and we can gain true knowledge and we can see how Christ walked on the earth and we can see, you know, God's character and we can see all of that. But we're almost missing a piece. We're missing that whole Old Testament mm. that that pointed to the coming king. We were missing the fact of the prophecy that was given and the Psalms and the law and all the things that were pointing towards Jesus. And he even actually says that himself. If you're... Um, Looking at your Bible, you can go to Luke 24, um, and he's, so we're going to start in verse 44, but just to give you a little context, this is after the resurrection, and Jesus appears to his disciples, and he's talking to them, and he says in verse um, 44, then he said to them, these are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms, which means Old Testament, must be fulfilled. And so what he's saying is that, how are you to know exactly what I've done on your behalf if you don't know the Old Testament? If you don't know the prophecy and the law and what God promised to, to Abraham and what God promised to Moses and the law that God gave them, then how do you know exactly what Jesus is coming to do? And so um, I think that just gives us a little more um, 
context and a little more understanding to why it really is important to study Genesis. Yeah, that's good. You know, we talk about biblical literacy a lot. And if you're just joining us, um, I think our very first series was on biblical literacy Mm -hmm. and why it's important. So go all the way back to the beginning and (laughs) you can listen to that. Um, But it really is such a big piece of our heart for the reason that Aaron just said. And I love this. I was listening to um, a lecture by R.C. Sproul this week, and he was talking about how a lot of times we'll talk about the inerrancy of the Bible, like Aaron just mentioned, like how important the Bible is and how we believe that the Bible is God's true word. But he also said it doesn't do us any good if we have a high view of Scripture but don't know what's found in the sacred pages. Mm. And so we can talk all day long about how it is God's holy word. It is inerrant. It's perfect. It's all these things. But talking about it doesn't do us any good if we don't actually know what's on the pages. Exactly. And the Old Testament is part of that. It's so easy for us to just go to the New Testament and say, well, this is more relevant to our life today. But that's that's not true. The Old Testament is a huge part of that. So that's that's a big part of why we decided to start at the very beginning. Yeah, and I think if we're thinking about the gospel and if we think of um, the, the Bible as one big story, right? Lots of little stories that make one big story. And if we think about it like that, we can't miss the beginning. Right. Especially when you think about the gospel. <laughs> if we hear the gospel, we, you know, we, we say we are sinners in need of a savior. And if you don't read Genesis, then you're like, well, why are we sinners? Why are we How sinners? are we sinners? Yeah. How does that even happen? Right. And so you're missing a big piece um, if you don't really focus on understanding the whole meta narrative of scripture and understanding. Um, and I think this is so true, especially in our day and age. We want to focus on the fact that, you know, Jesus came so we can have eternal life. But why did he need to come? Exactly. And so that's what we're going to talk about. In a couple of weeks. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> when we get to that uh, chapter of Genesis. Yes, yes. Um, I heard one more good quote about why we're going to start in, in um, Genesis. And this is by A.W. Pink. And he said that in every section of written word, the personal word is enshrined. And that's talking about Jesus. The personal word is enshrined in Genesis just as much as in Matthew. And that's just kind of having that same point of that all scripture is pointing to Jesus, all scripture is about the gospel and that um, we can, like Casey said, we can truly learn and grow from reading Genesis just as much as Matthew. Mm -hmm. So how are we going to go about studying this book? Let's give our listeners kind of a, um, an idea of what to expect over the next Three months. <laughs> Woo-hoo, three months. Yes, Buckle up, three friends. months. Hey, it could take. We could be going a lot oh, longer than year, that. Easily. So yes. Yeah, so three months is is pretty short, actually. That's true. <laughs> so obviously, we're not going to be able to do like we did with Philippians, right? With Philippians, right. we went very much verse by verse, read every verse here on the podcast, did a lot of teaching on almost every verse, and so um, this is going to have to be different. There's 50 chapters, so we can't read verse by verse um it covers a span of uh over 2000 years 2350 ish possibly more <laughs> depending on your doctrine beliefs of yes. creation um so and we'll talk about that later but um <laughs> so it covers a long time period a lot of people a lot of events and so we're going to kind of take it um still 
expecting everyone to read along verse right. by verse, yeah. but we're going to pick out what we believe is um, important doctrine, important questions you might have mm-hmm. as you're reading, questions that we've had as we're reading, and try to provide clarity on those things, mm-hmm. as well as some of the stories and the characters that come up. Does that kind of explain it? What yeah, you think, yeah. And when I think of Genesis, it's a lot of the stories that you hear when you're a kid. Mm-hmm. And so I think when we go back, as adults and read the creation story or the story of the flood or um, Abraham, you know, I'm just, I'm walking through right now all the different stories. We still just tend to skim over them, Mm -hmm. I think, because we're like, oh, we know that. Right. We know that. And as I've been studying um, the creation story, I'm like, wow, I really did not know the creation story. I know God made us and he made us in six days and then he rested on the seventh. I couldn't have told you what day he made what. Mm -hmm. Like, I couldn't have told you why um, man and woman were created exactly, mm-hmm. what what their roles were. I couldn't have told you what being made in the image of God means. Like there's so much yeah. that I've just heard and I've just skimmed over that I haven't really dug into. So that's kind of my heart in this is that we we dig into some of these quote unquote childhood Bible stories and learn what God can say to us through them as adults. I love it. I love so, it. I'm really I'm, excited. I am too. <laughs> like, we're just we're like giddy. giddy. God, God has just been so good to us in our preparation. And so we're excited to see where he takes this. Yes. And one just reminder, we say this a lot, but just to remind you guys that um, Casey and I, we have poured a lot of time studying this, a lot of resources, a lot of quiet time with the Lord. Um, but we just want to remind you that we are not seminary trained right. um, or anything like that. So our hope, as it's always been throughout this podcast, is that we bring things to light that you then study further on mm-hmm. your own. So we'll we'll try to bring up questions that we had as we're studying, and we might not give you an answer, but our hope yeah. is that you bring that to the Lord and you um, you hash that out with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think that that's one thing that um, I've really learned through this podcast, through preparing for this podcast, like what we're doing week in and week out, you can do too. Yes. But we're just trying to make it a little bit more simple for you by bringing it kind of all to one place. Like we Mm -hmm. go to all these different resources and pick out what we think is most important and then we bring it all to you each week. But what we're doing, you can do too. Mm -hmm. And we encourage you to do it too. We hope we inspire you to also really um, find out the truth for yourself. Yep. Love it. So um, there's also one other resource we're going to have for you during this time. And we really want to um, encourage you to use this. We are going to have a Facebook um, group where we would love to discuss each week's episode. Some of those episodes where we might leave more questions than answers. Yes, we admit that that's going to happen on those weeks. We would love to discuss some of those questions with you. And maybe um, we would love for some of you to teach us something. So please um, join that group and that'll be a lot of fun. Yep. If you're listening, we'll post a link to it in the resources. Can we do that with Facebook? Mm, I'll figure out something. Okay. (laughs) Don't worry. We'll find it. You'll find it. We'll make it happen. All right. So let's get into some of the um, context. So we're going to focus this episode on really providing a good foundation for us as we open the first page of Genesis, the first page of the Bible. So let's start off with the who. Who wrote this, Casey? And who was he writing to? Oh, he's my favorite. <laughs> it was Moses. And um, he was he was writing slash speaking because mm-hmm. a lot of things um, back then were like an oral, more oral tradition mm-hmm. than, than written. But he was writing slash speaking to the Israelites. And um, but he also 
what we know today that this is also for us. Mm -hmm. Isaiah 48, 40 verse Verse (laughs) 8 says, the grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. And Mm -hmm. so that that's for us, the word of God's for us. So this book is not just for the Israelites, but it's for us too. Yeah. So kind of coming right off that, when and where were they when Moses was writing this? They were wandering in the desert. Um, and so they had, um, just come out of Egypt from being slaves and they were wandering the 40 years in the desert before they went into the promised land. Mm -hmm. And this was about 1600 to 1400 BC. Yeah. I think one thing that's kind of helpful here just to understand why Moses focuses on some of the things he focuses on when he's teaching them is that they had come from, um, slavery, like Casey was saying from Egypt and they had come from a place that, um, worshiped multiple gods, right? Multiple gods. So when we hear a lot of times Moses saying, you know, there's one God, one creator, that's why he put such a big focus on that is because they were coming from a place and about to enter a place that um, did not believe in one true God. Right. When we hear the promised land, I think our first thought is, well, God's sending them into this land where everything's going to be perfect and Mm -hmm. they're going to be worshiping God too, but they, Mm -hmm. they weren't actually the land they were about to enter were also polytheistic. Mm -hmm. And so Moses was making sure, um, Jen Wilkins says that to make sure they had roots and shoots, like Mm -hmm. they knew where they were coming from and they knew where they were going and that they, they were firm in the fact that God is the one true God. And that's, there's no question to that. So that's part of why you hear that repeated over and over and over. Mm-hmm. That's good. All right. And and if you were to say, what is Genesis and kind of explain it in one or two sentences, how would you do that? Um, it is the first book of the Bible, as we've already mm-hmm. established, but it is a book of beginnings. We see the beginning um, of so many things here. A lot of doctrine begins here. Um, we see the doctrine of God, the Mm -hmm. doctrine of Trinity, man, Satan, sin, the gospel, grace, God's chosen people. Um, so we see so much doctrine start in this and that's what one thing we're excited to touch on because again, it's not just little kid Bible, Bible stories. There's a lot of, um, deep doctrine that begins in, in these, um, 50 chapters. And then, um, we also see who God is and we love this. And you can go back to our series on who God is to see some of his, um, or to, to hear us talk about some of his attributes, Mm -hmm. which, um, learning and studying the attributes of God has just changed Mm -hmm. my life. So I encourage you to study his attributes, um, and then to look for them day in and day out. Um, but so we see the beginning of that, the beginning of the world. We see the beginning of sin. We see the beginning of the gospel. Um, we see the beginning of God's chosen people. Um, we also see the beginning of where and when, um, and this, this gets kind of, kind of deep and kind of hard to wrap your head around, but before creation, there was no where mm-hmm. and there was no when. Like it was kind of like outside of time and space, so to speak. And Makes Aaron's, your brain hurt. Yeah, Erin's <laughs> eyes are getting big. She's like, oh, I didn't know we were going there. Um, and we'll talk about that a little more um, next week when we get into chapter one. But those are just com- kind of some of the what's we see in Genesis. Mm-hmm. I think that's really helpful because like we've said, we've did it, we've done a doctrine on who God is, but now to kind of root that back in, in a whole book of the Bible that talks about the beginning of everything, then we, it's, it's good to see this almost the starting place of doctrines. Mm -hmm. You know, we've talked about 
the doctrine as a whole, but then to see how we started that. How did that become a doctrine? Where did that come from? Yeah. yeah. It's going to yeah. be, it's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also, um, we talked about just a little bit before, I think when we're talking about biblical literacy, but different styles and how knowing the style of what you, you're reading is important. We just finished Philippians. What was Philippians? A letter. It's a letter. Also called an epistle. So this is a historical historical narrative, um, which means it's telling a story, basically, mm. of something that really happened. Right. Um, and it is. it also has some poetry. And mm-hmm. I'm so excited to talk about that next yep. week. Yep. So we'll see some of that, too. All right. So this was a short one today, but we're excited to let you guys just go and start getting into Genesis. Um, Next week, we're going to cover chapters one and two. So if you want to read through those two chapters or um, we'll have that same resource as we did with Philippians, if you want to actually study through those chapters, you can print that out and use that. But we understand that a lot of you are doing the Bible in a year. So you're probably going to read more than the first two chapters next time, which is totally awesome. Don't feel like you need to stop where we stop or anything like that. You keep reading at your own pace and then just keep coming back each week to get some answers and some questions and some clarity and some teaching on what you've already read. Yeah, I think that's actually an important um, point. I think a lot of times, kind of like we were talking about earlier with um, just skimming over things, I think it's important and good to just read the Bible without like stopping and necessarily studying it, just kind of reading for that comprehension and that overall um, picture of what the Bible is. But then it's also important to be studying it and to and to stop and really um, spend some time meditating on what the word says. So so this kind of gives you a chance to do both. Keep going, keep flying through the Bible, but then come back to it and and see really what God has um, to reveal to you through through that scripture. Yep. So let's end with a quote, as we usually do. This is um, from A.W. Pink's book called Gleanings in Genesis. And he says, as we continue our meditations on the book of Genesis, may God in his condescending grace reveal unto us the wondrous things out of his law. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. And most importantly, share with a friend. The beautiful music that you've heard on this episode today is by the incredibly talented Kate.